You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And this is episode number five. These podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. Hello and welcome. So what a fun pop-up I had this past weekend. I was at the Harbour Craft Shop in Menemshire and I have to say a huge big heartfelt thank you to Roberta for letting me set up on her porch. She's my mother-in-law, she's wonderful and she's 89 years young. She still runs her little store and it's filled with lots of trinkets and things that she loves to make, like placemats and baby quilts and the best beach plum jelly on Martha's Vineyard. So if you're in Menemshire, stop on by and say hello to her. So on today's podcast, I'll be talking about cumulative grief. So a friend laughed as she cried and she looked at me and said, Diane, this lost stuff feels like a big pile of grief overload and I hate it. I feel totally overwhelmed and I feel like all of the emotional pain that I have ever experienced in my life is making its way up to the top of my head and any moment I'm about to explode. She asked, why didn't I know how to deal with all of this, my very first loss? And I reminded her that we were not brought up that way. We were not taught how to deal with grief. And she said, you know, you're right. I can't ever remember sitting down with my family and having any conversations about death and loss. She said, I think we just avoided talking about it or we changed the subject. And I said, yes, and that's why with this recent death of your mother, it has triggered many of those past unresolved losses for you. And you know, grieving multiple losses is far more common than we might imagine, but this type of grief is cumulative, especially if over the years any losses are left or undealt with, that emotional energy will sit simmering inside of you, slowly building up and waiting for the next loss, just to see if that's the one that will push you over the edge. And that's what was happening to my friend. And I reminded her that, you know, as with any loss, many people tend to hide their painful emotions rather than express them. And we usually acquire this habit of hiding our emotions at a very early age. And society teaches us that having sad, painful or negative feelings and showing them is not an appropriate thing to do. I asked her, I said, how many times 
when you were trying to deal with sadness, has somebody said to you, oh, don't feel bad? You know, she looked at me and she said, wow, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that one. You see, our life is full of grief-filled memories. And for many of us, those sad moments that we've had are mostly dismissed and suppressed rather than feeling and dealing with them. And there's a saying, what you suppress will eventually be expressed. And I can tell you from what I've seen over the years of helping people, it usually expresses itself as illness. So my friend looked in horror at me and she asked, how do I cope with all of this? Where do I start? And I said, you know, that's why you're doing the grief recovery method with me. You're going to take a look at your past grieving experiences and you'll decide which one to tackle first. It's time to let go of those painful emotions. And once you work through one, you'll be in a much better position to deal with any other losses. And she laughed and she said, woohoo, that sounds great, but can't we do them all at once? And I told her, you know, it would be wonderful if we could deal with everything in one go, but alas, it just doesn't work that way. And cumulative grief can occur when a person suffers several losses or several deaths close together. And it can come in many different ways and have lasting effects on us. So let's say, you know, growing up, you had a series of bad romantic breakups. And then finally, you get married. And let's say, you know, five years into the marriage, you then go through a painful divorce. Shortly after the divorce, you lose your job. And to top it off, you have to move across country. Now, for some people, all of that loss can be just as devastating as a death. You see, they've been hit with one loss after another and had little time to process them separately. And this is where you'll find yourself in grief overload, especially if your losses have come close together. And with grief overload, you usually find unresolved grief. And unresolved grief in itself is cumulative and often cumulatively negative. So therefore, a lot of people really try to alter their life choices in order to protect their hearts from being hurt again. Now, one way you can know if you have any unresolved grief is to become aware and notice your thoughts and your habits. Look for things like, you know, do you avoid talking about your loss or losses? Do you avoid getting close to new people? Because this is where unresolved grief will keep you fearful of starting any new relationships. Do you avoid thinking about your loved one who's died or the person you divorced from? Because for you, even the good memories are too painful. And maybe you keep those same routines that you did when the person was alive or when you were married because you're so afraid that you'll forget them. So pay attention to your habits and your thoughts 
These are a few clues that will help you to notice if you have any unresolved grief. And this could be at the root of any fear associated with your loss. Cumulative losses affect our coping mechanisms. You know, we often want to numb that emotional pain, say with alcohol, drugs, avoidance, porn, gaming, social media, shopping. You know, these are just a few ways to go about it. Plus, if you've had many losses under your belt that you've never dealt with, the chances are, along with feeling overwhelmed, it can also make you feel bitter, angry, depressed and anxious. But please know that if you've experienced many losses and you're feeling this way, you are not going crazy. You're on grief overload and there is grief relief. And the feelings that you're experiencing are normal and natural reactions to loss. And it's important to be patient and be gentle with yourself if you're suffering losses. Remember, with each loss will be grieved differently and in its own unique way. And at this time, self-care is super important. So if possible, surround yourself with supportive people. Exercise regularly, drink plenty of fresh water, eat good healthy foods and rest as much as possible. And remember, you don't have to do it alone. Connect and communicate. If you can, find a non-judgmental listener with whom you can openly acknowledge your feelings to and never be afraid to seek out help from other sources. And you know, I think that the hardest part of taking action can be taking the first step. And that is talking about your grief. After all, you know, you've probably been so accustomed to carrying your emotional pain around with you. You know, it's probably something that you've done all of your life. And you've had that habit of burying your pain inside. But please know, it is never too late to change your habits. And there's always a way to let go of your emotional pain mend a broken heart, and find recovery. Okay, you wonderful people. So that is it for this week's podcast. And I thank each and every one of you for listening. And I hope that this episode was helpful for you. And my wish is that you'll find the courage to open up and talk about your grief. And if you'd like to find out more about the Grief Recovery Programme, please visit my website, www.dianetmorgan.com. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it, like it and share it. And I wish you all a wonderful week.